Welcome to the Fixed Ops Roundtable podcast, featuring Ted Ings and his distinguished guests. Each week, you'll gain valuable insights to level up your game in retail automotive's fixed operations. This episode is brought to you by BG Products, partners beyond products. And now, here's Ted Ames. Welcome back to the Fixed Ops Roundtable. Sean Kingry, Vice President of Fixed Operations at the Kaiser Automotive Group, is back with us to share an update. Sean, welcome back to the Roundtable. Thank you, Ted. Thanks for having me. As always, obviously a privilege and an honor to be here. Sean, I got to ask you, um, you know, one, you know, former retail guy to a current retail guy, what's it like to be on the cover of Fixed Ops Magazine? Because that's got to be a huge accolade these last few months I've seen you on there. Let's just say that I heard from a lot of people that I haven't heard from in a long, long time. I actually had, and I'm actually in our Watertown, Wisconsin location right now, but with the day it came out or the day after it came out, there are four of four salespeople had me sign a copy of it. Not making that up when I walked in. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know, listen, Ed, and, you know, I owe you and obviously Ron Overs are a huge credit that gratitude and thanks for for that. It certainly doesn't hurt things. All right. Well, congratulations to you. And uh so let's talk a little bit. Now uh you've made the move. You're up in Wisconsin. Uh you moved your family up there and uh you're uh, in at now what was seven stores, now eight stores. So bring us up to speed on that. And then I want to ask you a little bit about the processes and things that you're working on getting implemented. Yeah. So, you know, Ted, and I've admitted to you, because for those that don't know, Ted and I talk offline a lot. Um, I probably should have prepared myself for a little more pushback than I was that I, that I did. Um, there was more resistance than I was probably used to. The Kaiser Automotive Group does business a little bit different from where I came from where the GMs have complete autonomy and where I came from, there were no GMs. You know, you had store directors and you had service directors and the service directors answered to me and the sales, dir- the sales directors answered to the variable director. So myself and my team, if we made mistakes, we corrected the mistakes, we moved on. And, you know, it, 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 listen, if it succeeded, I said, don't ask questions, just cast, just cast the paychecks. If it didn't work, then we would own it and we'd fix it. So here in the Kaiser group, it's a little more like the old school way where the GMs run the stores. And, and I love this one. And, and I love the way they do it. I've got, you know, eight different personalities and eight different stores. And, and some, some, of the, some of the general managers know fixed operations, and some of them don't know how to spell repair order, to be very honest. Well, and and, and that's, that's a challenge as you go store to store, because I'm, I'm probably in my office one day a week, if that. Otherwise, I'm always in the store. Um, you know that. I mean, I travel a lot. So it's a challenge. It, uh, and you talk about processes and results. It's becoming evident the stores that are drinking the Kool-Aid and the other stores that have fought the Kool-Aid a little more. You know, I've got some stores that are 50, 60% up already. And listen, that's not about me. We didn't change personnel. We just put the process. Well, um, talk about processes because when you came out of the other dealer group that you were at, okay, you know, processes, I remember you talking about that were a real key thing and you had them up and running for some time. Um and you didn't expect maybe some of the resistance that, you know, some of the dealerships, but although, you know, resistance is going to be a natural thing, right? No resistance, no sale. So I would imagine, you know, that once you get past that resistance, but you're going to have to go through some of the hurdles, you've been on a number of panels and we talked about the things we need to do, you know, uh, with our personnel. Talk us us about that resistance and 
you know, getting those processes in. You know, it's funny as you walk into a store and you walk on a service drive, we'll, we'll keep on to fixed operations. You walk in the service drive and the, the all, you, you have seven advisors and there's seven advisors and the phones are ringing and nobody's answering. For me, that's, that's, that, that just rips my heart out. Okay. And that's a process problem. That's not a people problem. That's a process problem that you didn't put a process in place to have that happen. That's where X time comes into play. Okay. Out of the seven stores I had now, eight stores, they only had X time in one of the stores. So obviously we roll X time out. Obviously, as everybody knows, we roll Traver out. You know, if the advisors, my, my theory is the advisor's job needs to be to sell, not to answer phones. I need Traver to land the next time to land the airplane on the runway, and then I'll park the plane from there. And that's kind of how I explain it and think about it. And yeah, there was resistance. There were stores that just didn't, quite frankly, they didn't buy into it. You know, our clients have been here forever. We don't do that. They want to talk to us. They can still talk to the advisor, but that also gives the advisor and to be very honest with you, one of the stores that fought me the worst, Ted, is now sent a video out to their clients and said, by the way, we did this for you so we can spend time with you while you're here. Oh, that nice. Was store, that was a store that fought me that now sees the light and says, okay, now we get it. Now we can actually answer the phone. And there's nothing better walking into a store and not having a phone ring. I mean, because put yourself in that situation, Ted. You walk into a store, you're a client. And the phone's ringing and they're not answering it, which tells you that that's you that's on that phone too. And they really don't give a crap that you're calling. You got to eliminate that. And again, the nice thing about having Traver is the phone gets answered every single time. So those are two of the early things that you had to bring in from the outside and install. And they would seem to be naturals. Okay. So the X time and then the Traver. Okay. Yes. And did you have those in all stores or just some of the stores now? 100% of the stores. But you had to bring them in gradually, I understand too, right? Yeah, I, I tried it again, I, and I own my mistakes. I try to at least. Some people may tell you I don't, but I try to. One thing I probably didn't do well at my last job, having 22 stores, I don't like to do things half wit, okay? If you're going to do it, do it. You know, we launched it 22 stores straight. Well, I did the same thing here. I launched it in all eight stores. Probably should have thought about that a little, a little closer. <laughs> but that was, again, that goes back to me not, not anticipating the resistance that I was going to get either. Because for me, I think anybody that hears the phone ring and not getting answered, that should irritate them as bad as it irritated me. I may not. You've also got a very seasoned staff, though, that you've inherited, right? People, I think I remember you saying on a panel just the other day, uh, you know, not unusual to have these 30-year pins and awards, you know, hanging on the walls, you know, for employees, which is a great thing. However, you know, it means that it still is a 30-year employee. Right. It's funny. In all the stores, they, they pride themselves on these big picture frames of all these 40 plus year employees. And 40. Okay. 40. And Ted, they're full. There's, there's no room to add more names. So, which we talked about my very first, and again, thank you for having me on even back like first week here. That's a great thing to see, by the way. It's a great recruiting tool. It is. However, 40 years, I've been doing this 28 years and I feel, okay, you and I've had that conversation. At 40 years, you're starting to lose people. These people are going to retire soon. What do you do then? You know, and, and again, I'm going to give another plug. You know, you know, through you, thank goodness, the Fixed Ops Roundtable, um, as, as Tully says, God bless Ted Ings. I met Joe Lockhart. And, you know, I've, you know, I've, used, I've used Joe, and, and today I've used Joe. And, and today. today, literally today, I used Joe and, and hired somebody. Um, you you, you got to find people. And, and I, know, I know Ed Roberts is real big on you got to groom your own, you got to groom your own. But this kind of is a bit of, di- bit of a different situation where I'm losing those level three or those master people. I need, I need some master people to replace the master people to train the new people we're hiring. And as again, you and I talk about it in a lot of the panels, I'm really big into the colleges, the, the tech colleges. 
that's and I would say that's kind of my gig. I enjoy that. Um, I enjoy bringing people up. I enjoy seeing people succeed. I enjoy meeting the parents, by the way, and telling them what's potentially available. You know, you're not going to make 20, 30 grand as this is a six figure income. This is, you know, this isn't a job. This is a career. And I, I, I really do enjoy that. Now, do you have a, do you have a school there locally, um, you know, near the, the stores? We do. Um, MATC, Madison Area Technical College. And again, I, I used to go out to Wyotech a lot. Yes. Recruit. yes, I remember that. Yeah. Yes. The MATC camp, campus is probably the second largest campus I've ever been to on any college. Well, you know, remember, I have kids that went to school. So the MATC college is not, it's uh, the first time I went there. It's no joke. I mean, it's, it's the real deal. Wow. Okay. Um, go back to Joe Lockhart for a moment. Automax yes. recruiting. You're on the uh, Automax Tech, Tech Vengers panel uh, here this, this week at the round table as well. One of the very most popular ones. You've been on there for quite a while. Okay. And Tully on there as well. Yes. Um, has Joe been able to bring in um, help from the, from outside the area or, how are you utilizing uh, Automax, if I can ask? Yeah, of course. So both, to be honest. So I, I go back to Wyotech real quick. When I when I learned, I made mistakes at Wyotech. I learned that the young ch- the young kids, sorry, when you hire them, they have to be able to get home on the weekend. They get home sick, mama sick, dog sick, whatever, and they got to be able to get home. So Joe has brought some of those. You know, being here, I, I have Milwaukee to pull from. I have Mad- I have Madison. I have Chicago, all in the area. Okay, but when you're coming, some of the senior ones, Joe's brought Texas, California. Really, big boy players. You know, I, I I'd be very honest. I had a uh, a tech that I recruited out a little through through Joe at Laredo, Texas, and said that uh, you know eighty five percent of the people here are illegals. The other fifteen percent should be in jail. But we recruited that guy, and by the way, he's a two hundred percent product product employee. His only request was he wants a key to the store because he doesn't want to have to wait for people to get there in the morning. He just wants to work. And listen, I never would have found that guy from Laredo, Texas. Joe and his staff found that person. I would imagine you might have some people who reach out because I see your email is scrolling at the bottom here, skingry at kaiseronline.com. I imagine you might get some people applying to you as well for the roundtable. Yeah. You know what? And back to your original conversation about being on the cover of uh, of Stops Magazine, I picked up a ton of feed from that. And again, Ted, I've done a video for you. I wouldn't be where I am in Madison if it wasn't for the Fixed Stops Roundtable. They found me through you. I appreciate I appreciate that. And I, I know it's very heartfelt and um, you know, it goes both ways, okay? I um, you know, obviously I always go to bat, okay, for Sean Kingry, okay, because I know the quality of what you do and what you bring and your work ethic, Sean, and I know, you know, like you said, you and I talk a lot offline, but what do we talk about? We talk about this kind of stuff. We talk about yes. the things that you're doing at the dealerships as well. That is correct. Uh what is the next challenge for you? Because obviously, you know, you've You've got, there's a new store now that's in the mix. Yep. Uh, you've been there, what, seven, eight months now, I think? Seven months, yes, sir. Yep, seven okay. months. Now, what's, what's next for Sean Kingry? What's on the, on the near horizon? The ultimate goal of, of the three Baxter brothers that actually own my group is to be at 10 stores. So hopefully we can, we can pause that at bat for a minute. It's expansion on existing facilities. Um, we, we have some facilities now that we've started to grow and start to make some good profit numbers that we need to expand on existing properties. And that, that, by the way, comes down to brick and mortar. Um, and, and hopefully that helps me, and Joe Lockhart's helping us on that, is that'll help us dig into fleet work. There's a ton of fleet work up here, a ton of it, and it's untapped. We have collision centers, four of them, hugely profitable, by the way. Really? That's, that's, yeah. We had that many. Wow. Yeah, we have four, got four collision centers, and all four are profitable. All four are, are at capacity. Um, out of my eight stores, six of them are at full capacity. 
and I, I always make comments about it. You know, we we were lucky enough to hire a manager, three writers, and five technicians out of one location, and I, that store has one technician per bay. And with the parts challenges you run into, that runs into challenges. So, and that's a big commercial store. So, definitely expansion on existing facilities would be my Q three Q four goal. Um. Madison, Wisconsin, I would imagine the summer is a shorter season than in other parts of the country. Talk to me a little bit about that because you've got a lot of seasoned employees that have been with you for a while. I would imagine when it comes time for the vacations, uh, a lot of those will take place during that short summer season, I would imagine, okay? Um, are there any uh, challenges you have to address there? Do you do things to you know, have people take that time off at other time uh, parts of the year or have you, you have to encounter that? Yeah. So actually it, it's funny. Summer, I got spoiled in Florida. Remember originally I'm from Iowa, spent most of my career in Minnesota. I forgot about the peaks and the valleys here where January and February are very slow. The yes. summer months are the busy months. The summer months are when you don't want them taking vacation. That's right. But hunting up here is like a cult in November. They shut schools down. Like it's like a thing up here. So you have to get used to that and you have to adjust to that. So, um, and again, having 40-year employees, these people are maxed on their vacation. Their, their PTO is a real thing. So yeah, you have to adjust to that. You have to account for that. But you also have to manage the vacation by the quarter. If you've got a guy that has four weeks vacation, each quarter, you need him to plug a week because you can't come November or December and not have a staff. And by the way, it happens. It happens more than you think. All right. Um, here we are almost halfway through the year. Not quite. All right. But- uh- you know, you hear from a lot of the peers uh, in the industry, uh, you know, they've got your ear, you've got their ear as well. What advice do you have to the Fixed Ops Roundtable audience watching, looking out over the horizon, over the balance of 2023? What should we be looking at? What don't we know yet? What should we be concerned about and be, you know, looking for? I think, you know, and most of your panels that that I've, that I've been fortunate enough to be on this year or this this segment is retention, 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 retention. And yeah. that that doesn't just mean the client. That means your employees. Too. Employees as well. Employees too. You know, you and I, we were, we with Joe, you, sp- you spoke of Joe's panel that's going to air. You know, I made a comment. If you're not intimately involved with your employees, you're going to fail to the point where, you know, again, a previous employer said, you're too friendly or you have too many friends that work for you. Yeah, you're right. I do. And, I, and I'm not ashamed of that. I won't say the comment that, that, by the way, Ted loves to edit my comments, but I, you got to know everything about you got to you got to know their wives you got to know their kids you got to know if they have a problem at home you you if you don't know that then they're not productive and you got to address them you, you know you got to see you got to be a babysitter but the new millennial type listen they're not going to work 90 hours a week they're just not and you have to adjust to that so but to answer your question to back up to the roundtables in January and early this year we all made a comment 2023 is going to be the year of fixed operations and by the way it 100% proved true War plans are out of control. I mean, you have dealerships. I mean, there's a dealership that I that was underneath me before that has 400 Ram trucks on the lot. Do that math, guys. Yeah, do that math with the floor plan interest that it's at. It's <laughs> scary. So, listen, you got to maximize every opportunity. Sell by the hours. You know, I, I can I, I can jump on the Tilly bandwagon and go. You know, it is what it is. You know, leave rich, leave tired, or however Tilly says it. But it's the truth. My advice for 2023 is focus on it. Know your expenses. Share your expenses. Share your financial statements with your staff. If your managers don't know what they're spending, how do you expect them to manage? Sean Kingry, great advice. Thank you, as always. Vice President of Fixed Operations, Kaiser Automotive Group. Um, 
Thank you for all you do for our industry. Ted, thank you. And as Tilly says, God bless Ted Ings and the Fixed Ops Roundtable, sir. Sean Kingry, everybody. Thank you, Sean. Vice President of Fixed Ops at Kaiser Automotive Group here back at the 80s at the Fixed Ops Roundtable. Table.